recording. So, all right. Uh, do you want to do an intro? Yeah, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the one where my name is Kyle Wolf on the buttons. We got we got nah, we haven't got moots. We got Raj Pajar on the buttons. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. And in the hot seat today, we've got the wonderful Daman Bamra. Woo! Hello. Hello. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you, Nathan. How are you, my friend? Kyle, dude. Kyle. Kyle. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just beep over that. Nah, it's Rewind. fine. Hi, how are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing fine, my friend. Um, so, um, this is, thank you for coming on to this. I'm really... Thank you for having me. I've been thinking about actually trying to get you for a while. And it's funny that you say it, that um, it's just when I happened to email Kate, um, your agent, mm -hmm. and I said, who have you got on your roster who wants to come on? And she sent me a list and your name was on it. And I was like, well... Hang on, he's not done a wanky post about I've been signed. Uh, um, I've been si I've been signed. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much for for giving me life, UTC. Blah blah blah. Mate, wait, are you just didn't look hard enough? Because I, I know, absolutely I know. did 30, do one no, of those. Thirty minutes later. Thirty minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's got to be done, man. I know. I mean, I don't know because I've not been signed yet, and I don't think after that I'm fully going to. But like, you know, nah, that doesn't rule you out, mate. But it's just, it's just the elation, you know. Yeah. It's something like that, something like that happens, and you're just sort of, you're like, man, I've got to share this. This is like, yeah, wonderful. It's like, you know, it's like a milestone in yeah. life. When you're a comedian, this is one of them, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's what we're all, it's what we're all striving for. I, I try to limit the wanky posts <laughs> as much as I can, but I was like, I'm going to allow myself this yeah. one. This yeah. is, this is a good one. you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we'll go into comedy in a bit, um, but let's take you back to your childhood. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I'm not scared at all. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you grew up in Wembley, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, that is correct, yes. Amazing. I did indeed, man. So it's kind of weird. Like we, Well, all three of us actually kind of grew up very, very close to each other, but didn't run into each other. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know you were from uh, from that Child, part of the world as well, man. Child Hill, Cricklewood. Oh, wow. Okay, not too far. Yeah. Um. So how was it growing up in Wembley for you? It was, do you know what? It was a nice time. I can't complain mm. because it's, um. so my my parents, they used to live with my, my grandfather who lived in, in Sudbury, uh, and then they got their own place in Wembley, and my my dad's sister used to live there as well. So there's mm. a kind of little community of us, and by community, of course, I mean family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I chose community first. Um, yeah, and we just kind of... Uh, we yeah we were all we were all just in that area mm. um when when my my grandfather settled there and um it was just it was it was a it was a very familiar type of place i think a lot of sort of first second generation immigrants chose to go there just because you know that is where the community was see our new community was going to come yeah. back yeah um <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was a lovely time, man. You know, it was a kind of neighbourhood where, you know, it wasn't the most affluent neighbourhood, but you could still go out, you could still play with the other kids. There was a real community spirit there, wasn't it? Definitely, yeah. And so it, you know, it definitely formed a big part of who I am. Mm. How would you like, when you're growing up, did you ever imagine Wembley would become the Wembley it is today? Oh wow, no. Well, no, you just you. <laughs> I wasn't so into town planning those days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so as much as I am now, <laughs> no. Do you know what? It's been it's been so sick to see how far Wembley's come. I mean, the outlet yeah. is mad. Like, have you? Of course, I'm there. I, I feel like people will travel from far and wide to go oh. there. I think they do that for every outlet. I'm Dude, so glad Wembley has one. Dude, it's like it is a it is a tourist trap at the moment. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it totally is. It's got a sick Cine world as well. Oh, trust Josh, me. I, I could go on for that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, how, how would you? I'm trying to think. About, I'm trying to think about what to say. But yeah, how would you describe Wembley now compared to how it was? Or would you? Or was it a place that you'd still want to live? Is it the same type of communities there? Or yeah. has it changed a bit? It's hard to say just because, I mean, I, I don't really go to Wembley so much anymore other than for the outlet. Mm. <laughs> so if we're talking He's about that up, area... Guys. He's moved <laughs> Yeah, I'm too, uh, I'm too upper class now. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um... No, we just so when I was um, when I was going into sixth form, my, my family and I moved uh, a bit further out to Harrow, and mm. I've I've since moved um, to Ealing. So you know, I just want to experience more of the world. Yeah, uh, but you know, <laughs> stray afar, but not too far. That's fine. <laughs> Within a few miles of where I once was. No, Wembley now is it's it's a brilliant place. I just I don't know. I I don't know if I see myself living there mm. um, longer term, just because I feel like the area we live in right now is really perfect for us mm. um but uh i yeah it's it's hard not to be proud in a weird way of uh of its developments because you know you grow up in a place like that and you think you know you you love it but you know as as you become more aware of how the world works you're like okay this place uh could could do with benefits yeah of like i don't know in the government investment and that sort of thing and it's happened and yeah. it's great it's great that it's happened okay that's cool man um yeah. so were there any creative people in your family like anyone who's interested in the arts oh yeah man i think i think all of us have a creative streak to us somehow like my 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 dad um my dad's an architect um and he you know which i understand isn't you know, you won't go to a gallery probably to see <laughs> plans, but um, he's always had an interest in sort of drawing uh, and and sketching. So has my mum. Mm. You know, drawing, sketching, painting. My my sister was pursuing art for a long time as well, uh, as in fine art. So I think we all. <laughs> it's weird. We don't talk about it very much, and we all, you know, we all have our day jobs mm. and uh, you know trying to pursue something more. Uh, quote unquote academic, yeah, you know, traditionally and so on. But actually, we all, we all, we all have that streak. And yeah, we all, um, we all love it. And my my aunt, in fact, my mum's sister, she's a she's a full time artist. Um, Was in painting? In India. Yeah, painting. Paint, oh, yeah, paint wow. all sorts. Yeah, painting and um, just with all the, you know all sorts of different types of paints and textures and mm. that sort of thing. Um, yeah, she's she's incredible. I mean, we've got so many of her paintings in our house, and it, yeah, it's everywhere. When you think about it, it's it's quite um, ubiquitous through the family. I love that word. Oh my god, I just thought <laughs> you know this is going out. I need to show clever in it. So I, man, drop ubiquitous. I, I, I've got a bring, I've got to now bring this up, right? Because <laughs> you, I've got now. Obviously, we've got Dam and Bam right here, and we've got you, Raj Vijaro, on the buttons, right? On the buttons. On the buttons, right? This, I, this just baffles me, right? Because I think you were the you were the one who alerted me to this. Okay. Promoters used to get you two mixed up. What do you mean used to? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see the resemblance? No, like no, not, right. at, not at all. Yeah. Like, you know what? It's weird. It's so crazy, isn't it, how we each, like, have our own face and, like, personality and... It's crazy your, own, how your, own he, your own hair type. <laughs> yeah. 
you used to well, you used to wear a turban. You've yeah. yeah I think I think they all just thought after the show that Diamond had taken his his <laughs> turban or his hat off. Yeah. And that's what always used to happen. Yeah. People knew how desperate I was for stage time. Yeah. You know? and I would just uh, do whatever it takes. Yeah. I, I just, I'm sorry. It, it just really baffled me. So I'm really glad that you're the you're the cover teacher for today. Well, <laughs> look, I'm happy to be here, mate. Uh, it's like it's like double vision. It's like Spider-Man's pointing at each other. Isn't it? <laughs> well, I hope I hope some people are watching this as well because on on the podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. it's probably looking like I'm just changing my voice <laughs> when I'm when I'm being Raj. Am I right? And just quick and just quickly like moving over there. That, <laughs> yeah. I just think it's like a, I just think I'm really good at video editing, which is <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolute whiz. Um, so you went to school in Harrow. Where about what school did you go to? No, well, actually, I I didn't go to I I went to school in Ealing. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um. Scrap actually, that question. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. It's alright. I'll I'll just amend it a bit and answer it. <laughs> yeah. I was school in Ealing. It was good, thanks, man. Okay. It was good, thanks, Carl. Um, yeah, it was um, it was actually a world apart because, you know, uh, the primary school I went to was very very South Asian, right? Yeah and just you know by virtue of the area i lived in and then i went to ealing for high school and it was a church of england high school so actually it was something like 80 to 90 percent christian mm. of those christians maybe like 80 percent of those were, were white so it was very white christian mm. um middle class kind of school so it was very you know a different environment to what i was what i was used to but again like you know this is why this is this is why I encourage that change of environment because it it models you in a different way. It gives you a different experience. I loved I loved going to school in Ealing. Mm. Um, I mean, I had I, <laughs> when I was in year six, I had an idea of myself of like, yeah, I'm pretty smart, you know. <laughs> I can uh, I can do this. Mm. I went I went to I went to my uh, it's called Twyford Twyford. Um, and everyone was quickly like, um, you can, but you know you got to work for that, right? <laughs> and I was like, sorry, this wasn't part of the deal. Like, what? Work? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. And obviously, you know. Got... Well, I suppose it's kind of good because you got the best of both worlds. You got the you got the community back when you were in primary school in Wembley. Yeah. And now you've kind of got a little bit of, like, I don't want to say social aspirations, but like you've been exposed to people of different social economic um different different tax brackets oh yeah yeah and, absolutely and that can kind of come with its benefits and i'm sure it came with some of its downsides as well but like end of the day it shaped you didn't it yeah absolutely and you know what like i would say ultimately if i'm doing like a a net costing of all mm. of this i'd say it was a benefit you know it's i it, it gave me access to opportunities I might have not have had uh, otherwise, um, you know, uh, access to t- people I might not have met otherwise mm. until a lot later on in life. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I was playing hockey. You know what I mean? Hell, what? I was like, what? Hockey? <laughs> My mum was so happy. She was like, yes, <laughs> finally. Like, firstly, you're into some sort of sport. Thank God. <laughs> And secondly, hockey, I mean, hockey's is huge in India, isn't it? My yeah. granddad even was like, he was like, whoa, hockey, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. We that. love the Mighty Ducks, man. <laughs> yeah, the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I haven't conquered the ice yet. But, ah, you fair. Know, 
One day. One, one day. day. <laughs> Who were the top ten dickheads in your school? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. I've got a list on my phone. Oh, uh, come on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Everyone was lovely there, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every school's got like X amount of dickheads. But, yeah, and you that, know. And that's why we become comics, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, hopefully not entirely. No. Uh, but <laughs> but definitely a contributing factor. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit of childhood trauma is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a healthy, a pinch, you know. It. Just like a couple of spoonfuls of it in your teeth. That's uh, exactly exactly. Uh, so moving on from secondary school, like. Um, what was life like living in Sheffield for you? Oh, Sheffield. Oh, Sheffield was so good, man. I mean, look, Sheffield Oh, is... actually, wait. What made you pick Sheffield first? Sorry for interrupting you, but I just that... Um, no, no, not at all. Um, so, when I was applying to university, I don't know about you, you guys, right? But when I was first applying to universities, I mean, the only ones I'd ever been told about were like Oxford and Cambridge so you know because why else would you know yeah, about I mean, any others who's talking about like you know Leeds and Sheffield or and Loughborough all of that? or Nottingham yeah or... no one's talking about these right no. so I'm thinking yep yeah, yep yeah, just I'm just gonna <laughs> slip my my Oxford <laughs> my Oxford and Cambridge applications in <laughs> oh, how did idiot. that go um <laughs> well in an alternative universe maybe not too badly <laughs> but uh I quickly learned, yeah, that was not going to be me. <laughs> I even went to an open day in Oxford. It's so funny. Oof. Now that I think about it, I'm like, look how badly you were kidding yourself. What was that? What was that like? I'm just imagining just frocks and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was hard to tell whether it was an open day or a frock convention. Um, <laughs> no, it was. It was. It was really nice, and the guy was so encouraging as well. Because um, I, you know, at, at one point when I went there, I thought I was going to do. I was going to mm. pursue languages. Yeah. Uh, because I was studying Spanish as yeah as as one of my A levels and I thought yeah this could be good um, and the guy was really encouraging he was like look look guys like you know if you don't if you don't apply you don't know if you're gonna get in or not and, <laughs> and I was like I think I got a good idea mate yeah. of uh, <laughs> of whether I'm gonna get in or not um, but it was look it was a fun day out <laughs> yeah me and my dad went for a bit of afternoon tea it was lovely <laughs> so. Um, Were you the only two brown people on campus? That's the question I think <laughs> that we need. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was just us and the stone walls that were brown. Oh, that's Jesus. it. Like, I, I hate those univer those school perspectives and university perspectives, right? Where yeah. like you see the one or two brown, same brown kids doing every single sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single and every single um every single activity basically to make them look inclusive i know it's it's crazy yeah the brochures are are mad like that but um i think we're all onto it yeah we're all onto it now i mean not even oxford and cambridge are now saying they have to have a, a quota which sounds terrible but mm. yeah i mean that's a tough one isn't it yeah that's a tough one oh, i've had this debate a lot like is is it a good thing to have quotas or not I think ultimately, weirdly enough, not, I think, yeah. right now. Just because, like, you want to get in because you got in. You yeah, know what I mean? that's right. You don't want to get in because, like, they felt sorry for you. No. And, yeah, it's just, you're, you're, building, you're building on self-confidence that's going to be taken away 
when you realise that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree with you, man. Like, you need to be able to get in on merit. Like, and it's kind of the same with what we do as well. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's it, man. Sorry, I went off on a massive no, dude, tangent. Like, now. That's what this is about, so, man. This is about tangent. I love yeah. a tangent. A tangent is <laughs> great. I'd rather, like, I'd rather someone else like lead me down a tangent. Because yeah. usually it's me that does leading down <laughs> a tangent. Tan- so yeah. it's good to know that someone has like as much of a terrible attention span as I do. I got your back, man. Don't worry about it. Guys, you made it through part one. So why don't you click up and go to part two for the rest of this conversation? See you there.